What do you want to say to the people out there that have been wondering where we've been? What's up, you bunch of fucking degenerates? <laughs> yes, oh, your ears do not um, deceive you. What? I said your ears don't deceive you. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> oh, dude. When was the last time we recorded anything? Months ago. It feels like it's been like a year. No, we've recorded, I think, an episode or two in, in 2021. Um, it's, man, just time time flies by. It's been the topic of this podcast. Instead of power comedy, we should start calling this uh, Time Flies. Yeah, right? Jesus. Uh, yeah, because let, let's, let's break down what's what's happened since the last time we recorded. Because I think we recorded, um, what was it, like August? Maybe no before before that. Actually, I can actually I think I can remember exactly the last time we recorded. Last time we recorded was before my bachelor party, and we were talking about becoming married and how by the end of this year we would both be married. And it's crazy to crazy to say, but uh, in two weeks and third and fourteen no thirteen days you will be a married man, and me I am a married man. Is this what being a grown-up is like? Because I don't like it. <laughs> being a grown-up is... <sighs> understanding. Being a grown-up is overrated. Don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> it's like that TikTok trend where you see... Uh, what's that? Interstellar. You see Matthew McConaughey banging, going, No! No! Yeah. I just want to go back to 18-year-old me when I thought it was a good idea to start moving out with my ex-girlfriend. I just want to be like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, nah, like... Stay home. Live rent-free. <laughs> Shit, right? Except that that was never really an option for me. My, my options were either if I was going to school, then I didn't have to pay rent. But if I wasn't going to school, I, I had to pay rent. My dad told me the same thing. My dad said that if I went to school, I, he would pay for car insurance and pay for car gas. I went to school and I had to pay for all that on my own also. Dude, I started paying for my own car insurance when I was 18. Uh, I, As soon as I got my first job, I was I just finished sports. It was March of 2010. I got my very first surfing job. And since then, I've paid my own bills and bought everything else myself. I mean, granted, my parents have given me money here and there for things. You know, but... you know what that kind of reminds me of? What? Uh, the little kid from Big Daddy. I wipe my own ass. <laughs> that is when I was like, I wipe my own ass now. Yeah, pretty much. But there's, you know uh, what? There's a lot of pros though becoming an adult. You know, there's a lot of uh, financial freedom. Like, I mean, I remember when I was going snowboarding once, twice a week because I had the money to, and I was 18. My parents couldn't tell me no, so I had to do whatever I wanted, and that included like ditching class if I didn't want to go to my college class. Yeah, that we can't really do that too much now. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't need to do it now because I'm graduated. I'm done with college. I don't have to worry about work. (laughs) Yeah, that is probably the, you know, that's the one thing when you get older that people don't really tell you a whole lot about is just the fact of like the amount of responsibilities and stuff like that. And now that we're married, it's no longer our it's 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 uh, our responsibility just doubled in the sense of uh, we now have an additional person to be more. Um, mindful and concerned of like can't really be spending $100 on comic books anymore because I have to use that money towards a home or have to worry about if you know if I'm putting money in my savings and yeah pretty much but uh, I'll tell you well I mean you know these last few months have been a giant whirlwind well everything has been a a huge whirlwind I mean you, you I mean you got your wedding planned um, you know, my wedding happened. It was great. Thanks for asking everyone. Um, you know, <laughs> we, this past weekend, we got your bachelor party done and we got that conquered. Yeah. Which was honestly a total success. I, I honestly think my favorite part about the entire thing was the ax throwing. Like well, that was, 
so that was way more fun than I anticipated. The axe throwing, I I proposed the axe. So the axe throwing I've had in my head since I was given the responsibility of best man and playing the bachelor party. Bree did so much with planning. <laughs> like I put the group chat in, and she immediately was like, "Look, here are the dates I can come out." Here's the Airbnb. Like I just, I was just spitballing ideas. Like, hey, let's brainstorm ideas. And instead, Bree was like, "Here's what I have, and this is what we can do." Um, but the axe throwing is something that I'm like, oh, I want to get Nick to do that. I think that'd be such a great Viking themed man friend <laughs> bonding experience. And luckily, there's one in PB, and I and we got it all booked up, and it was really easy to do that. By the way. Shout out to Bad Axe Throwing and PB. <laughs> shout out to Brenda, who was our coach. Um, yeah, shout out to Brenda, too. Yeah, if you guys are ever you're, find yourself in Pacific Beach and you have a group and you want to do some really cool stuff uh, to some loud music and get some aggression out, go to Bad Axe Throwing. Um, we should ask her to sponsor this episode. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bad Axe Throwing in Pacific Beach. Find your location near you. At badxrowing.com. You just couldn't help yourself, could you? Well, I mean, trying to do this professionally, so might as well throw in a little bit more pizzazz than I used to. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I think out of the entire, and honestly, like just going out, having fun, letting loose a little bit, and I took all day today to kind of, I mean, not. Like we drank a whole ton, but it definitely caught up with me today. Uh, well, actually, it caught up with me all last night, going into today. Oh, dude! I uh, yesterday we got back from the bachelor party, and I just chilled at home, and it was great. And you know what? Today I I went golfing, and uh, I'm exhausted, and I think everything caught up. I I didn't drink a whole ton this weekend, and I'm actually kind of thankful for that because I don't I'm not hurting today. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, honestly, I think the fact, because I thought I drank enough water, turns out I didn't, <laughs> and that's what kind of what kind of hit me a little bit. You should have done that liquid IV I was telling you about, man. Gives you one bottle, gives you three bottles of hydration. I know. Well, we almost finished. Well, we almost finished the whole case of water. Yeah, yeah. There's like a half a case left, but. It wasn't enough. <laughs> to throw in context for Nick's bachelor party, uh, we had a couple of people invited. Um, very small, intimate group. It was consisted of me, Nick, of course, uh, Bree, who's another groomsman, and uh, Zach, who's going to be uh, Nick's future brother-in-law. And kept it small, intimate. Uh, we got an Airbnb in uh, La Mesa in San Diego, and it was awesome. Uh and we literally just went out and just did, like, small things. We went out to dinner. We went and got cigars, ice cream. Um, we went to axe rowing, you know. So we kept it super small and intimate. And you know what? I, I, I was really nervous when I was kind of looking at – when I was looking at the grand scheme of things. I'm like, okay, we got axe rowing. Friday night's getting settled in. Some light drinks, maybe a couple bars. And then Saturday's the main event. But I was really struggling on trying to find Nick approved or Nick – themed uh events like there was no beer tours uh i tried looking into getting like a bus kind of thing uh but with four people it was kind of expensive and uh also yeah. nothing was being booked really uh, there's one i found it was a bus it would have been like a hundred and something bucks per person including your fees split up between us three and uh the bus picks you up and takes you to different bars and that was that was the whole plan, and I was like bitching. This will work, and I went to look, and they had no dates at all for this year. Seriously? Dead serious. I mean, a lot of things were because of COVID, but luckily that bad axe throwing thing was still open, and the lady was uh, again shout out to her. She gave us an extra forty minutes for free. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. And we might have. She let us throw her own personal access too that she uses for a competition. Yeah, and she offered Nick a job. And she offered me a job. <laughs> so within an hour, within two hours, we got Nick into a new sport, discovered a hidden talent of his within his Viking blood, and also might have gotten him a second level of income that 
is very flexible and allows Nick to show people how to throw axes at wood planks. Yeah. <laughs> you are living your and destiny. What? I say you are fulfilling your destiny as a Viking prodigy. Yeah. Now I just need to go like pillage and everything like that. And then it just comes full circle. That's all you need to do now. And soon you'll be married. And once you're married, you can no longer pillage. I mean, I can pillage a little bit, but not as often. You can like dabble pillage, but like you can't make pillaging like your main addiction. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we uh, we got a super small thing. Uh, Nick gets married in two weeks. Uh, we didn't get to ask these questions, but uh, how are you feeling? How are you feeling knowing that you're 13 days away from making a life decision, a life commitment? Honestly, uh, like I said before, um, just the fact that her and I have been together for a little over five years now, it's... Honestly, the only difference is, you know, we're going to have a little piece of jewelry on our, our on our finger, you know, like in the grand scheme of things. If you think about it, the way that we act and, you know, go about things, we're basically already married. <laughs> so like this just kind of solidifies it, you know, now so, you, I mean, like it's, it's I, like it, it's like getting the I'm, title officially. It's what getting the title officially. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I mean, sh I I don't feel nervous now, but I know like the day of, I'm gonna need you and Bree, and and Joel, uh, to pretty much like keep keep my head on straight. But no, I mean, it's 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 gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. fucking helicopters. I can barely hear them. Um, what I like. Okay. What's uh. Yeah, what's what's great about the timing is that your wedding happened two months after my wedding. Well, like a month and a half. So it's nice because I have all the wedding stuff fresh. And I mean, when we were at uh, Grand Havana having a cigar and coffee, um, you know, I was helping you come up with ideas like, hey, did you plan for this? Did you figure out how to do this? Uh, because, man, I'll tell you this, uh, getting married and for those who are listening who have been married, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's a lot of different things that pop up that you're not really prepared for and you don't know how to handle it and luckily i've gone through all that so luckily i i think i'm going to be a more suited uh uh best man on that day because i've gone through all that stuff yeah exactly just remember to always take a moment to stand and just absorb everything like look around all the smells and sights and sees because i i, I will i will say this getting ready felt like an eternity but once we got the show going and people started showing up, next thing I know, it was the next morning and then it was done. All over. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like once the actual ceremony is over, then everything else is just going to speed up. Well, you guys aren't leaving for your honeymoon right after like you originally planned, right? No, because of the stupid airline. Um, they delayed, like they... I don't know what the fuck happened, but basically they essentially delayed it to the next day because we were going to do a red eye Monday night going into Tuesday, but now we're leaving Tuesday morning. Are you guys, does that mean you guys lost a day? Or are you guys extending your stays by one day? We, we essentially lost a day, mm -hmm. but with everything that we're planning on doing, it's not, it's not really going to affect it that much. Right, right, right. So, and we're, we're still, um, <laughs> Sabre actually, she reserved something, um, for the day that we do get there for that night. She won't tell me what it is, but she reserved it. And, um, you know, we're still planning on having dinner with my cousin and her husband. Uh, they live in Soho. So we're going to do that. Uh, I think the day before we leave, um, and then, uh, we're getting in, I think, Monday, or not Monday, uh, midnight on, or actually, yeah, technically Monday morning at midnight, but, um, so basically, once we get back, we're, we're more than likely going to be sleeping the entire day. And sleep will be a huge important thing. I mean, I mean, it sucks you guys losing a day for travel, but, like, 
Trust me, man. Monday, you're going to be so exhausted. You're not going to want to do anything. You're going to barely want to get out of your suit when you're done. You're going to be so exhausted. Yeah, sounds about right. But what's uh, what's cool, though, is Sabre's like, if we have time, make sure you pack at least one or two pairs of gym clothes, and we'll find a, a local gym that you can go to. Oh, I'm sure you'll be able to find gyms everywhere. Are you going to – now – this is a really interesting question. Uh, when you travel, do you, I mean, you did it for my bachelor party. When you're when you're traveling, are you looking specifically for powerlifting gyms, or are you just looking for a gym in general? I mean, a powerlifting gym is always a bonus, just because it'll. I know that it will have what I need. But if it's like a commercial gym, I mean, I can make do. I mean, I'll just get the weird looks and everything like that, which is perfectly fine by me. But. Um, no, while while we're out there, I'm probably gonna hit up Jimmy. Oh, that's right. You know, what? I meant to ask you that this weekend. I totally forgot. Um, if you if you talk to Jimmy lately, it's it's been a while. But I mean, you know, just with how busy everything's been, it's it's been kind of kind of tough. But yeah. I mean, everyone's now, been busy. Huh? Everyone's been busy. Yeah. So, but. Um, he actually he actually messaged me um, about my dad and everything when that all went down. So oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah, he, he shot me a text. So and for <clears throat> for for those wondering, um, my my dad actually passed away um, about a week ago now. So um, yeah, <laughs> it's still fresh and it sucks, but. And basically, if if you hear how I sound and how I talk, that's basically how my dad was. So, uh, dry humor, sarcastic son of a bitch, but honestly, would have given you the shirt off of his back. So, absolutely, he uh, he. I I mean, uh, I I mean, he he sounded a little like you. He actually probably sounded more manlier than you. You can go to hell. Like a like a deep more deep, think of like a <laughs> Nick right right but a little, little deeper in the voice. Yeah, but the way that both of us look, like, and I I posted about this before, but um, when I was younger, um, like teenage years, but when I was younger. People were like, "Oh, you you look so much like your dad," and I'm like, "I don't see it." And then as I got older and started growing the beard and you know once i started shaving my head i was like oh holy shit i do look like my dad when you start so, when you start getting a little older and stuff like that yeah because i i looked like my mom for the longest time because i actually had um believe it or not i had some pretty banging long blonde hair at one point when you were younger uh yeah like high school yeah, well, I mean, I've seen your high school hair. When you have more, like, when you when you have the shorter beard, I bet you when you see more, like, your your natural face, your face is probably more naturally your mom's, but you throw in, like, a goatee or you throw a mustache in there, and, and you'll look more like your dad. I mean, I think that's typical for a lot of guys, like, when we get older, you know, uh, you're like, I don't, I don't see it. And then as you get older, you look at a side-by-side comparison, and you're like, oh, wow. Or, like, when other people that are close to you, see that like other siblings or cousins are like yeah wow you actually just like your dad <laughs> trips out a little bit yeah exactly but uh been dealing with that so that's been a little uh, i don't want to say difficult i mean it's it's definitely had its points of difficulty just because like it'll it'll hit me at like random times like it probably um like two or three days after I got back from uh, from Arizona, like dealing with all that, uh, it, it hit me like two or three times while I was at work, and it sucked. Like I wanted to go home and do nothing, but I was like, you know what? I've already missed out on so much at work. I I can't. I literally can't afford to go home. You know? Yeah. So I, I'm I'm like, it's like the initial shock suspends really like any like any feelings and it's uh exactly. it's definitely a tough moment um you know when you're when you're kind of processing this you know and this is new you know yeah 
people have you know you might have lost someone before personally like a friend or you know an aunt or but when it's your own parent especially at at the age we are now you're 29 i was 28 when i lost my mom so it's like being that young age it's like we're, we're not supposed to really be dealing with this right now we're not supposed to be thinking of of them in that way well and see also the fact that in all reality my dad was still pretty young like he was only 53 mm-hmm. so it's like yeah it, it's uh, I, I mean no one ever like prepares you or tells you like hey you know just be ready because it's gonna happen i mean I, everyone always you know wants to think that their parents are invincible you know like they're gonna live forever which <laughs> my dad he um he would always say well kid i'm not going anywhere i'm gonna live forever so yeah it's yeah it's it's definitely it's something that you're you no 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 training can really uh prepare you and i mean you know i i've tried telling you like you know my experiences and stuff like that you know everyone's different everyone grieves differently you know my my grandpa started with anger i started off with acceptance and then i gradually went through the different phases of grief and it's crazy because you think oh no i won't go through that but there will be something that probably will happen that will make you upset and you'll be like that's not fair that's not fair why why can i not do that for me, I remember it was like early this year. Um, no, it was already after a year. And I don't know why, but I just missed telling my mom about all my life stuff, like calling her about like this and that and that. And a lot of it was just me just complaining about work and all that. But I remember I went through a small phase for like a couple of days where I was just getting so angry because I'm like, I, all I want to do is call my mom. And I can't do that. Like, it's a simple phone call. Why can't I make this phone call? And I broke down. I, like, got super upset and angry because that's all I want. For some reason, uh, up until that moment, it was never really a thought. And then just for some reason, I fixed it on that one thing. And that's all I could well, – that's all I wanted in the world in that moment. And it was tough to accept that I can't have that one thing. Yeah. Like, the, uh, what was it? It was probably not – it was probably about no it was last week um i because you know how like those random times you just want to like call your parents to just kind of vent well my my dad was my vent um person so like one day when i got out of work i pulled out my phone to to call him like i i was about to hit like send on the call and that's when i like remembered i was like fuck so and um so i i ended up calling my uncle sean you know so because like i mean him and i thankfully we have the relationship that we do um like i i honestly have called him more within these last few weeks than I should have over the last couple of years, you know, but yeah, we're, de- we're definitely going to be uh, better about that and everything like that. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like, you know, like my grand, like my grandparents, like I talk to them, right? Like I, I do talk to them, but like, yeah. like the first year after everything had happened, I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten so many just random daily, like uh or like weekly phone calls from my grandpa just being like, how are you doing? You know, and I was like, oh, my God, like I haven't I have I, like, I ran out of stuff to talk to him about because it's like I I've never talked to you this much. Like, you know, like yeah. I, I'm close to my grandpa. I'm like, we're we're good. But like, I've never talked to him this much. And, you know, you're very fortunate to have have Sean. And I told you that before. You know, I I wish I can talk to my dad about some of my feelings and stuff like that. But the problem is, you know, my dad will get super quiet and he has, you know, he has his own personal stuff going on with all that. And he has his stages of grief. So it's, yeah. it's kind of tough to turn to a, a figure that I would think that I would be able to look for, for support, but instead the roles are switched and he'll call me sometimes and I'll be like, Hey dad, what's up? Like, I haven't talked to you. What's up? 
and I can hear him like choking up like nothing I just want to call and say hi and it's like oh it's one of those calls today okay you know and a lot of it is just reassurance and all that stuff but it's it's tough it's tough being pushed now to being the lead person you know you have Sean so it's like the 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 weight of everything is split up yeah and and that's and that's incredible and that is something that will bring you guys I mean you guys are already close but will bring you guys even closer together and and that's good and that's something that you know you that will it won't go away it, it will stay like that for a long time because you'll have that bond and that experience together. Right. Exactly. Well, and, um, uh, Sabre and I, we're going to go back out there, um, like the second or third weekend of January. Um, cause that's when we're doing my, my dad's thing. So mm-hmm. but we're not, doing, we're not doing like a full on service or anything like that. Cause we, we both, we both joke, but, um, if if we were to do like a full on like funeral service or anything like that, my dad would be sitting in the back going, "Why the fuck did you spend so much on flowers?" Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I, I you know I meant to ask you what your guys' plans was, but I you know I, I I I was cautious because I wanted to make sure that you had enough space to digest oh, yeah. everything. You know, I I didn't want to. Uh, get this sense of you know, hey, I went through it. Let me got, let me help you. Let me give you some advice because really, at the end of the day, advice is always appreciative. But also, you might be in a different stage of grief than I did. And my experience with my mom was way different than your experience, like with your dad. Like you, like the way you found out was different, and it's all it's a whole different thing. Uh, but w- what are you guys doing, like post so, everything? So, so basically, if you want to talk uh, about it on the podcast, is um, we're doing like a um what's it called a, a celebration of life essentially mm-hmm. uh we're uh pretty much everyone that's on my dad's side of the family as far as like cousins and everything like that um that still live in arizona we're all gonna meet up at my great grandma's house um and do like a, a a barbecue and and everything like that essentially like a, a celebration of life for him but also like a little mini family reunion type deal Nice. Hit two birds with one stone. Exactly. Yeah. So, cause there's a lot of them that shit I haven't seen since I was probably 18. So it's, been, it's, it's been a while. So, right. um, but yeah, so that's, that's the plan and, um, just kind of do it like that. And, um, so I, uh, I think, I think you would appreciate a celebration of life. What's that? I think he would appreciate a celebration of life. Like, I don't think I mean, he would. Honestly, he would much rather family get together, you know, to, you know, hang out, uh, drink together, eat together, you know, just be together. You know, he, he does. He he wouldn't want anyone to be like, oh, you know, that this sucks. That, you know, no, he'd, he'd want everyone to, you know, have a good time essentially, you know, mm-hmm. and especially with, I mean, the few times that you've met my dad, like he is the most minimalistic man that I've ever met in my life. So like he, he wouldn't want like an extravagant, like memorial service or anything like that. No, he'd, he'd want people to essentially, you know, party on his behalf. Right. And party we shall. <laughs> and, um, now my, my other plan is, um, so for those of you that have never been to Tucson or if you live in Tucson, um, there's a place called, uh, Mount lemon. Um, it's essentially like if you live in California or San Diego area, it's, it's essentially like Julian. It's, it's a little mountain town. Um, and, uh, from Tucson, like the base of Mount lemon up to Summerhaven, which is like the main town of Mount lemon, it takes probably about 45 minutes to, to get all the way up to the top. But on the backside, uh, where we, um, first spread my, my nana's ashes years ago. Um, I think I was like 12 or 13. Um, I'm actually going to, uh, spread some of my dad's ashes up there to be along with her. Oh, that's a good idea. So you so, guys, so you guys are doing cremation. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But we, uh, but we decided to go that route. 
Um, did your dad have a preference or was it, or was that your, yours and Sean's decision? Uh, I think we, we talked about it before, like it, and it was kind of a morbid conversation, but I think we kind of talked about it. Um, like what, what would you rather, rather do? And he's like, I don't give a damn. (laughs) If I remember correctly, those were his words. Yeah. So, um, no, we, we decided to, to go with cremation. Um, and, uh, my uncle ordered a couple of, uh, urns from Amazon and they actually have a Rottweiler on the front. And that was always my dad's favorite dog. And it actually looks like one of his old dogs that he used to have. So, uh, got a couple of those and then ordered a couple of, uh, uh, bullet pendants where we could put some dashes in that as well. And I'm actually going to hang that up on the rear view mirror of the, of his truck that I actually came home with. Oh, you came home with his truck. That's nice. Yeah. I, I have his truck. I just got to get all the registration stuff done here. And yeah. Um, you still, I think, and, uh, I think if you use, if you use a family member's address in Arizona, you can still keep it registered in Arizona. I, I know. Um, but honestly, it, it'd be less of a headache to just get it registered here. True. I mean, you, cause you and Sabre are still, um, the plan is still Arizona, right? Uh, plans are up in the air at the moment. Because right. initially we we thought that we were going to do Flagstaff, but that was to be closer to both my uncle and my dad. Um, but, I mean, plans are kind of up in the air at the moment. So, because Sabra sent me a listing in Arkansas. I remember you mentioning that. It's uh... like, what the fuck, Arkansas? Like, we've never even been or even, like, been near Arkansas. Like, why? <laughs> so... I think within the next year or two, we'll probably make um, a trip out there just kind of get a feel for the area. Oh, you're op- you're open to Arkansas. I'm open to it. I mean, it's not completely off the table, but I mean, I would want to check out the area first. Right. I so mean, that, that's it's like I don't I don't want to go in blind, you know. <laughs> nice. I, I, that would be a good a good hookup to be like, oh, you know, someone in Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. My uncle so. lives in Arkansas, actually. If you if you figure out the area that you guys are trying to go to, I can ask him and see if he has any suggestions. I mean, I don't know if he's really explored Arkansas, but him and his wife are living out there. Um, and it sounds like they it's it's just a nice, affordable living. I mean, anything outside of California is really nice, affordable living. Well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that is extremely true. Unless you and, bought your house in the 80s or 90s and you're yeah. oh, that or you're just super wealthy or just got a really good deal. Really fucking expensive <laughs> to live here. Yeah. Oh, so to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit, I know we kind of went a little depressing there for a second. <laughs> it's just real life, um, man. I'm telling you, we got to name the re- re- name the podcast. Call it, call it. Uh, Where's the time gone? Or, or call it a uh, uh, real lives with two dudes, or or real life with two idiots. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rebrand, but, pivot. Um, so, so bringing back the the power of power comedy, I actually am doing a competition at the end of April. Oh, when did you decide on doing this? Oh, I've, I've, I decided on it a, a long time ago. Uh, well, actually, it's solidified because that was the last competition I talked to my dad about. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that competition as a, um, a, like a tribute meet, you know? Mm-hmm. So now are, do that. are we, are, are uh, we thinking of April? It's actually going to be April 30th and it's going to be in Vegas. Ooh, Vegas trip. So that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is that the one that's going to be, uh, in the golden nugget? No, it's actually going to be at, um, uh, it's going to be an actual, at an actual gym. Are you guys going to be in the, huh? Have you decided on what hotel you guys want to stay at? Uh, we'll probably stay with my uncle. Smart, smart move. Save money and, you know, just bunk up with him for a couple nights. Um, 
Or, I mean, if we have the extra funds, we might stay at a hotel. Uh, the, we don't know yet. But, um, yeah, so that's that's the uh, that's the plan right now. Um, what uh, what weight class are you going to do for April's meet? Uh, I'll probably sign up as super heavyweight. I mean, I'll do my damnedest to drop down to 308s, but... Um, yeah, I'll probably initially sign up as super heavyweight, but I'll still bust ass on dropping down. Because you'd have five months to prepare. If you can lose 10 to 12 pounds in the next five months, you should be able to make 308. Uh, where I'm sitting right now, it's going to take longer than five months. <laughs> I mean, 360 to 308, 52 pounds. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, it's not unheard of like i mean 10 pounds a month that's not anything crazy i mean i could definitely do it. i just gotta like fucking stay on it and especially with thanksgiving coming up like literally what is it this week yeah this week and then we got fucking christmas and uh my wedding so it's like but either way like i'm really trying to bust ass and everything like that so in summary there's a lot of really big food eating holidays that's coming up and you don't want to limit yourself because why would you it's it's holiday your wedding i mean i wish i could have eaten more donuts and i did actually i ate a lot of donuts post wedding but i wanted to eat so much more at my wedding but the weird thing is you're you're gonna be so you're gonna be in such a uh, like i was telling you you're gonna be in such a cloud nine state during everything that you're not even going to realize that you're hungry you're you know honestly the worst thing ever you're gonna be so you're gonna be so fucking thirsty like honestly like that gallon water bottle bring it if you have like an area that you can put your put our stuff at bring it filled with ice water or something like that because you're gonna be so thirsty the entire time i don't know why i would just i could not drink enough water to save my life before i went up there Oh, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, um, I'm gonna fucking keep my water bottle right next to me at our, at our table. So, <laughs> trust me, that's, that's happening. Post ceremony, I was like chilling, like had wine, <laughs> beer, good. But up until then, from when we were sitting outside, man, when I asked our wedding planner to get us water, I literally was like, "This is all you brought? Like, I need more water." <laughs> yeah. So, like. I don't know. I I definitely am going to be keeping um, at least a gallon next to our table um, at the wedding because, like, I know Saber is <laughs> probably going to do the same thing on her side. Like, she she can't go without water, like, at all. <laughs> so it's – and plus it's just smart, especially with as much moving around that we're going to be doing. So be ready to be pulled in every single direction that you can think of. Well, and honestly, I don't think it's going to be as bad because uh, think about it. How many people did you guys have at yours? We had like 123, 24. Yeah, bro. We're going to have 60. Yeah, but still though, man, there's, <laughs> it's still 60 people. It's, um, do you by chance know how many tables you guys have? We have, I think seven, okay. seven or eight. Okay. That's not too bad. We had one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six. That's about, yeah, seven or eight. That's about half. The side because we had I think six or seven tables on each side. I think we had fifteen tables total. Yeah, for everyone. Yeah, I mean, you guys. And what's funny is that it didn't seem like you guys had a lot of people. Like when when uh, we were standing up there with you, like I kind of glanced out to everyone, and it didn't seem like you had that many people. A hundred something chairs. When we did the rehearsal before the chairs were up, I thought, "Wow, this is gonna be really big." And when I walked up there, I was like. It actually, it's a lot smaller than I than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's um, uh, not a not a mind game, but essentially a mind game. <laughs> it's like a perspective. Like you think a hundred yeah, people, but then when you put yourself in a venue that can hold up to two hundred people max, you realize it's not as big as you thought it was going to be. Originally, we were supposed to have one hundred eighty people. If everyone showed up on our list and our invitations, we would have had like a hundred and eighty something people. Jesus. And yeah, well, and, and see the um, the room that our reception is going to be in. So initially, when we um, chose which room to be in, um, uh, 
it uh it, it was gonna fit perfectly like it'll it, it would have fit everyone that we're inviting perfectly into that room but because um they're actually decommissioning that room that we were going to have our reception in at the beginning of december so what they did i don't know if i told you this but what they did is they actually um essentially upgraded us to uh it's called the mississippi room mm-hmm. and it can hold up to like 250 people so we're gonna have a shit ton of space so there's gonna be a ton of space so like the tables aren't gonna feel like all cramped together or anything like that so um yeah <laughs> are you it's, it's gonna be uh-huh dance floor included uh, da- yeah, dance floor and everything. And actually, there's a clamshell stage, and that's where our sweetheart's table is going to be. A clamshell stage. I don't – what's a clamshell stage? Look it up. <laughs> oh, man. I You know, if we weren't recording, I would definitely look up a clam – I got to look at that afterwards. Clamshell stage. Here, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up real quick and see if I can send you a picture. I don't know if you'll be able to look at it um let me see yeah so um that's what our uh that's where our our sweetheart's table is going to be are you guys doing Um, are you guys doing a theme at all or like doing a uh like a color scheme it's it's basically going to be the same color scheme as our as as um the texas so like um black red and um i think white Okay, that's actually pretty cool. It's essentially like a Christmas theme, you know? <laughs> Christmas theme, got it, got it. Because yeah. I, I remember, because uh, Zach mentioned it during the bachelor party about, like, doing a walkthrough. Like, are you guys going to be able to see the decorations before you guys show up? And because um, when we showed up for the rehearsal and we walked through the room, uh, the barn was not fully set up yet. It was, like, a couple tables and that was it. I would, honestly, I would think so. Like, I think we'll be able to do a walkthrough. Um yeah, I, I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll probably, like, at the rehearsal, because we're doing the rehearsal at the venue, obviously, and then um, I think we might be able to do a walkthrough that day, depending on if they have anything going on uh, event-wise already. So Yeah, usually you can do a walkthrough before, because they should have a majority of it the night before, but I don't know. What time is your guys' ceremony on Sunday? Uh, it'll start pretty much the same time as yours was, like three thirty or something like that. Nice, nice. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter because I got to be there before the ceremony for my my due diligence. So it's not like we're just like showing up for just a ceremony. We're gonna be there from start to finish. Yeah, pretty much. So, oh, and um, so I actually talked to Sabra too. Um, like, I'm I'm gonna be staying here at the house at at my house. Um saturday night Uh uh-huh and and then um uh i'll I'll pretty much be driving myself to the venue okay so you don't need to stay over on saturday no 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 no, because uh we were talking about it because it'll work out better as uh because like we'll have to bring back gifts uh back to the house and everything like that so both of us having our cars at the venue it'll just work out better that way I totally forgot to ask you this. You guys got your gifts that Jessica and I sent you like back in October. Was that a question? No, it was a question. <laughs> like I was thinking, I, I meant to ask you as a question. Like you guys did get those gifts that we sent to you guys right through Amazon, right? Yeah. Okay, good. It said it was delivered and I totally forgot to ask you to double check to make sure everything was delivered and like make sure nothing was broken. Like the olive oil thing and... Oh no! So Sabra fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, Jess and I were we spent like a good afternoon just like scrolling through you guys registering. We're like, oh, we gotta get him this. Gotta get something funny for Nick. <laughs> we got we got something like we got something like useful, and then we got something kind of comedic like that. We thought you guys would giggle at. What what was the comedic one? Your beard trimmer thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that. And what's funny is because we were actually looking at that not too long ago, and we were about to order it for me. <laughs> yeah, I got that, and then the Disney recipe book I I got because I'm like, oh, nice. Now oh, now we, we fucking 
Now. She was ecstatic about that. Yeah, because now you guys can make us the churros or like the pretzels. Or the gray stuff. Or the, Is the gray stuff in there? Yeah, it is. Oh, man, I'm going to need a copy of, of that part of the <laughs> of the book because I want to make gray stuff. I'm sure it's super easy. It's cookie, red velvet cake, and like, but like the gray looking whipped cream frosting thing was the best thing I've had at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I, I would love to go to Disneyland again, but shit's expensive. Well, without being a pass holder, it's a little bit more challenging now to go compared to before. And even like, yeah. I, I'm like so bummed that the pass holder stuff that they did is like, they jacked up the price. I mean, they gave you kind of more benefits and they renamed the whole program, but it's like, oh man, Disney, you, you, like you dropped a lot of, uh, you know, uh, consistent you know, season pass holders and then you dropped everyone and then started a fresh new slate. But man, I can't imagine being that one Disney person who's been on the past like for years. And then all of a sudden this is how they, this is how they do me. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's pretty much how we felt because we were, I mean, we were pass holders for a decent amount of time. Like it wasn't like years and years, but it was like enough time, you know, for it to hurt. <laughs> well, I mean, like they should be able to like, like I mean, at least in my opinion, I'm sure on a business standpoint, Disney should be able to look and see, oh, Sabra, Nick, this is their Disney profile. This is how much they came in and spent because – you know, you guys get your percentage off so they can see how much you guys are involved in restaurants. And I'm shocked they haven't really seen possibly a drop in, like, uh, Disney activity or or that level of frequency with pass holders. Um, I know it's Disney, so a lot of people are like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to spend the money and go do it. Go do it. But Yeah, honestly, I don't think I don't think Disney's really had much of a, a decrease in, uh, in revenue, like, whatsoever. Oh, probably not. I mean – uh, when 2000, 2020 was, uh, is either 2020 or 2021 this year, one of those years I was going to become a past member for Disney. Like I was going to get myself a Disney pass so I can go whenever I wanted. Cause that was my go after college when I had free, more free time. I wanted to start going to Disneyland like once every other month kind of thing. And I wanted to get a pass and then COVID happened and I didn't get to do that. Yeah. And now... I don't know if I want to do that because Rachel doesn't have a pass. Alex doesn't have a pass. You and Nick don't have a pass. I don't think my buddy Alex and his girlfriend have passes. So like my my my, my like four different friend groups that had passes that were always like, dude, we're going. And they were all going opposite Sundays of each other, which kind of maximize my time to go because I, you know, I'm the single guy. So like I or I was the solo because Jessica doesn't like going as much. I could have been the guy who went so many, so many times. But now why even go? I can't go with my favorite people. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's shitty, but I mean, it is what it is at this point. <laughs> Can't really go back and change it. If you want to buy a pass for Nick is here for a uh, wedding gift, uh, please contact us through uh, Power Comedy Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> it would be much appreciated. Um, is your guys' registry the same thing for wedding gifts, or did you guys make a different one for wedding gifts? No, I, th- I think it's the same. Nice. I mean, Jess asking for only cash was probably the best thing ever because we got a couple gifts from like my cousin who didn't know that we asked for only money. And it was a thoughtful gift. We got a little ornament, some wine glasses. That's kind of cool. But just those two little boxes, I I just got a, a literally a glimpse of just like having just like 30 to 40 gifts from people. And just seeing how that would have just overcrowded our living room, how small our place is. Yeah, like I, I think, I mean, we have a decent amount of stuff on that registry, but um, I think we were talking about doing a um, um, a money dance. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm not entirely sure if we are or not. Well, so that was the thing. I, I remember asking my wedding planner because I was like, hey, so how do you tell people to bring cash? And seeing them to bring cash. Well, in like an appropriate <laughs> way because we had the bar, right? So like I wanted cash tips. Luckily, the bar had Venmo. So if you like to tip the bartenders, you can do it in Venmo. Uh, we tipped out the bar staff privately as a married couple at the end. Um, 
but because like our deal was we can either pay them one flat rate and no one has a tip or we can pay a cheaper rate and the rest of it is made up through tips and luckily people were, were giving them cash and venmoing venmoing them so that was good but um yeah. it's good to know i think that's a good good thing to announce if you guys are doing a money dance because then like i can come bring money because you damn you know you know i'm gonna be in line to dance with you <laughs> and slap a 20 on your ass and be like that's right be like mm. <laughs> honestly i would expect nothing less and you got to make sure you get yourself a little crown to wear a crown why don't you guys do that do you wear like a crown or um i think a lot oh you know what what some people have done that i've seen is just bitching they've taken one dollar bills and they have taped them to create a one dollar bill sash <laughs> yeah because well and that's another thing like um that saber wasn't a fan of because like i guess with the money dance you pin it to the dress and she's like i don't want that to happen and i was like get it buy a fucking fanny pack like just wear a fanny pack and have them put the money in that that's like hey that's not a bad idea buy like a like, mm -hmm. a, like a wedding or a white fanny pack and then uh get you like a, a red one or a black one and you guys can clip the fanny packs on you and then have people like um do it like you don't have to put it on your hip you can make it make it long enough to like go across your chest like a like like a little backpack and then people can tuck the money into into the fanny pack and then you guys can have a little bag to carry your money in and stuff like that yeah exactly that is like, actually that's actually super smart doing the money thing because i don't I, yeah i think you do pin it to the dress or like tape it or something like that but but yeah like pinning it especially like because i think no she she bought her dress but still she i don't think she wants to um uh have it pinned to it you know yeah she doesn't want to ruin it yeah so um but yeah i brought up the the fanny pack idea because i mean it, honestly with how we are a fanny pack just makes more sense so <laughs> and and she she likes fanny packs anyway so Get a wedding theme fanny pack. You might be able to find yeah. one. This is like bright on it or something. Well, I think what she'll do because she um, she's an Amazon wizard, and she'll probably buy a cheap one from Amazon, and then use her uh, her Cricut to iron something onto it. You know. There you go. So modern problems require modern solutions. Exactly. It's my favorite saying. I don't know why it's been my favorite saying these last couple months with working three different jobs that all have their own quirks and problems that are just the most easiest problems to fix. They just require better thinking people. And people are like, we have an issue. And I go, what about this? And they're like, great idea. And I'm like, modern problems do require modern solutions. <laughs> That's like my sarcastic way of saying like, think more before you speak because then you, you might have the answer to yourself. You don't have to ask me. What, what do I think? Right. Common sense is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, <laughs> be careful with that because not a lot of people have too much of that nowadays. Like, uh, like I feel like we're starting to get to a point where, like, when you look at resumes and you look at skills and all that stuff, right, uh, I feel like uh, a lot of people don't put critical thinking on there. And, you know, critical thinking, it, it is a skill. It's something that you do have to practice. And, and I'm not trying to, like, con be condescending or anything like that. But, like, when I was in college, I had to do a lot of critical thinking where I was given something and I had to literally think about it. Like, not just give what the first thing that comes to your mind. Like, really digest. And how does this affect society, affect you, using theories on describing how this could affect. Really, really chewing on something. And that's, that's something I started doing more recently is people ask me a question. I'm like, you know what? Let me chew on that for a little bit and come back to me in a, in, in a, in a while. Yeah. It does suck though. When someone asks you a question, they want to answer within like 30 seconds. Cause then you have to really quickly, uh, digest that really fucking fast. Yeah. And honestly, like if someone's wanting a, a answer from me on anything and like, 20 seconds i'm like <laughs> you're gonna be waiting a lot longer trust me so i try to give answers but what ends up happening is i end up sounding like an idiot because i can't figure out the correct words for things sometimes yeah but 
honestly, p- people nowadays are just so goddamn impatient, you know? So it's like, if it's not now, 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 then they just don't, they, they just don't want it. But it's also like, you know, you can't expect a now, now, now answer. And, you know, if you don't like that answer, it's it's like, okay, well, you wanted a now answer and I gave you one. <laughs> but I don't know. People are just like, honestly, I just like the, the amount of times that I want to punch people in the throat nowadays is at an all time high. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I agree. I've, I've had that feeling recently where I, I don't know. I don't know what's happened, man. Like it, it and it wasn't even, uh, and always, uh, uh, same thing. It's just like recently, like just people are just like, just becoming more frustrating. Like, People are becoming way more impatient and and getting way more frustrated with like things. And it's not even like a hey, we have a problem. Let's figure out a solution together. It's like it's your fault. It's this. I mean, I I mean, I don't know how many times I get caught up watching Karen TikToks online, and I just I love it. Oh, dude, it's it's like every time I watch those, I'm like, I oh god. I, I have to like scroll by like I'll watch it for like a split second but but then I'm like I, I can't I can't watch this because <laughs> it's like it, it blows my mind that there's actually people like that you know I absolutely I mean uh, I mean I, I'm waiting for that to happen I'm waiting for my Karen moment like I'm waiting for that one person to voice something that I did that's not that disregards like them like doesn't involve them at all like I'm waiting for that moment in life and I and I and I give myself these weird little hypothetical situations in my head like do I have the balls to say my opinion because now just being my wife it's like oh I'm waiting for that one day that someone yells at my wife so I can like really go to town yeah honestly I'm actually waiting for the same thing (laughs) It hasn't happened yet, thankfully, but I'm just waiting for that one day that one guy decides to say, like, dude, get the fuck out of my way. And then I can be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe not like that. Maybe a little bit more detailed, but it's like uh, I'm just waiting for that one day for that one guy to yell, like, say Jess has a shopping cart and she went left instead of right and then bumped into some guy's shopping cart and that guy in the shopping cart freaks out like, ah, you bruised my bananas. And I have to be like, fuck your bananas. <laughs> and then grab him a fresh thing of bananas and go here and then say modern problems require modern solutions. Exactly. <laughs> and that's my joke on modern problems needing modern solutions. But that is in a nutshell for me. I mean, that's, that's what's been going on. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> if you made it this far on the podcast, thank you for so much for taking a huge concern and, and huge interest in what's been going on in both our lives. Uh, definitely more in Nick's and this time period. Uh, well, we got 13 more days and this guy's going to be married and this guy's going to be a husband and have all the same responsibilities that we have now. <laughs> and for those of you that have continued to listen, uh, we'll definitely – We'll, we'll try to put out more episodes i mean it's probably not going to be as often as it was but i mean at least maybe once or twice a month um and then uh we'll just kind of go from there so thank you for your continuous support um feel free to listen to past episodes if you really missed us because i highly doubt that you have heard, listened to all 100 plus episodes of power comedy There's on soundcloud fucking episodes or spotify <laughs> or itunes wherever you listen to your podcasts please enjoy no we're also on um iheart radio we're also on if you still fucking use iheart radio god bless you <laughs> it's called spotify get it <laughs> iheart well, radio that is that's all i got um until until next episode um everyone stay safe have a great thanksgiving if we don't record before then um, and if we don't, and if you don't hear from us soon, just let you know. Have a good holiday. Uh, uh, look forward to 2022. We're two years away from COVID when COVID started, and we're still fucking here. <laughs> and people are still wearing masks, but that's a conversation for later. <laughs> On next week's episode, why the mask?
Why? Right? Seriously. <laughs> no one cared who I was until I put the mask on. Batman reference. Boom. Nerd aspect. You just had to throw it in there, didn't you? Had to. Had to. Wouldn't it be a podcast episode without talking about Disney or something comic related? That's fair. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy. Goodbye. Bye-bye.